Hey guys, pre-show announcement. Uh, go to blacknerdradio at gmail.com to leave Marcel or I a message, make a comment, have a question, something you want mentioned on the show or talked about on the show. There's the place to go to uh, blacknerdradio at gmail.com. It's the place to go to do that if you would like some merch, uh, sweatpants, uh, t-shirt, hoodies, hats, phone covers, uh, anything you can think of, coffee mugs, you would go to uh, blacknerdradio at, yeah, just blacknerdradio.com. I don't know why I had a brain for it like that. Anyway, I'm the worst at these goddamn uh, these ads. But go to blacknerdradio.com for merch. It helps out the show. Um, or just go to blacknerdradio at gmail.com. Leave a message, uh, word of encouragement, a question, anything. Just check it out. Um, thanks for listening. And uh, on with the show. about Colin Farrell as uh, the Riddler? Because I didn't even recognize him from the trailer. Oh, yeah, he's wearing like a fat suit. Or he doesn't look anything like him. No, that's what I was looking at when I saw that article. I was like, it wasn't a... I know the Riddler's in it, but that can't be the Riddler. That's a whole different look on there. There's no green. There's no top hat. Well, he's no not the cane. Riddler yet. He's probably not the Riddler yet. And he's... If he's either not the Riddler yet, or he's, you know, disguising himself in plain sight. Well, I mean, even we, even in Gotham, he before Nigma changed, he still had the green on. I mean, you knew who he was going to be. Again, that's the show. This is a movie. It's no, totally no, different I, creative I, I understand creative that. Avenues. No, I understand it. I'm just saying I've never seen them, them like take a whole different spin on the guy. You know? I, I, I'll welcome it. I mean, you know. Let's not do what's been done every iteration that we've seen. Oh, uh, absolutely! I'm, and I'm and, and he's a he's a big fat dude. He wasn't. He's the Riddler's never been a big fat dude. No, that's always been uh, the Penguin that's been fat until yeah. until Gotham, where he's you know thin. But he's uh, and, and oh, speaking of Gotham, we'll just let's hold on. Let's just go into our introductions. Hello, I'm Damon. I'm Marcel Broken Body. How y'all doing? And we are Black Nerd Radio. Uh, I'm just going to continue from where we left off because it's going to be a cold open again. We're famous for the cold open for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, we'll just go right into what we've been watching. Uh, that's what I've been watching. Uh, it's a lot of really just TV shows I'm catching up on. Like um, I've been watching um, uh, Gotham. Mm-hmm. I've been watching um, uh, Raised by Wolves. And I've been watching uh, Haunting of Bly Manor. How far into Gotham are you? Uh, that's um, when you were talking about Penguin that brought it up. I am season, I think it's two or three. No, season two, episode nine. 
it's the episode where he wants to come out to to uh Nigma. Well, the penguin wants to come out to to Nigma and tell him that he's he's in love with him. Ah, yes, 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 yes. I thought that was a fresh a fresh take. It's like I I always thought at least this iteration of the penguin was a little fey, mm-hmm. but to have it confirmed, it's like, oh wow, he played it very subtly but very well. Now, speaking of that, you watched uh, obviously Deep Space Nine and Star Trek Next Generation, right? All the all the episodes, all the seasons, right? Correct. Did you think? Because I'm I watched about five or six episodes of of Generations lately, and now that I'm older, I see something that. I didn't see when I first watched it or in previous viewings of it. I think Jordy LaForge was either bisexual or gay. He does come across as a little, a little uh, feminine. See, and that's what I thought. I mean, I keep watching and I'm like, I think they wrote this for him to be gay, but I think LeVar Burton didn't play it that way. Cause he just, he just uh, has that know. vibe. He has that vibe. Yeah, I, was like, gonna I think say, you're gay, Jordy. I don't think he was playing it a certain way. I think I just, I, in fact, I don't know if I'm wrong. I don't know. I haven't even bothered to look up his history or anything, but LeVar Burton comes across as a little feminine and a yeah, little, a little yeah. fay. Yeah. So uh, not once that I thought he was playing it a certain way. I just thought, well, that's LeVar Burton because if you watch anything hmm. he's in, that's how he is it's almost ambiguously gay. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I'm kind of looking at Jordy. I'm like, I, this is weird, you know, because you kind of seem like you, you know, you're bad for both sides of the plate or you're just straight gay, you know, and it wouldn't surprise me. Here's the other one. I read an article on D Space Nine where they said that they wanted to make, uh, they wanted Garrick to fall in love with Julian. Really? And, and w- but if you think about it, when you watch them interact, you almost feel that Garrick does love that dude. In more than a friendship kind of way, it's like he just seems drawn to him, and he's not drawn to anybody else. Garrick does not hang out with anybody else. He doesn't talk to anybody else, and hang out with anybody else except for the doctor. And he seems to really respect his opinion. And I, I just felt like I watch it now, and I'm like, yeah, I can see, I can see it. But you know, this was 20 years ago, so I, I, I feel like that they couldn't really you know, make him what I think they wanted to make him, or at least what the article said anyway. Just a, a gay dude who, who was gay for Bashir. Now, did you get that vibe? I No, I did not. I didn't really give it much thought, to be honest. Interesting. Well, you know me. I, re- I, I go through the series probably once every 15 months or so. I'll just watch it straight through. And Yeah, it was, yeah the last yeah. time I watched... Uh, uh, Deep Space Nine uh, was like three years ago when I decided to go through the whole series again. On right. I think we talked about it on the show a while back, and I was talking about just how bad episode, season one was uh, acting wise. Oh God, yeah, yeah, it was really bad. Yeah, it was. It and was so weird. was so was Next Generation. It was, and, and all they're all bad if you really think about it, except for the original one. All the other ones, the first season, first season and a half. It's like these guys are just kind of feeling it out, trying to figure out what to do, what to be, and how to how to be. And it's just it's just hard to watch. And D Space Nine was the worst of the bunch because there was nothing going on. You know, they're on this little station and 
You know, it, it, there's no adventures really. It's just a bunch of talking. Yeah. You know, and the one thing I did like that they introduced in Dominion, I think in season one, when you hear somebody say, mention off offhand, yeah, the Dominion got me this. And you're like, what? Wait. And then when you get to the end, like, oh shit, they were talking about the Dominion the whole time. It's so cool. But yeah, the first season was just was just fucking it's just awful. Well, I looked up LeVar Burton. He's been married to Stephanie Cozart Burton since nineteen ninety two. So probably not gay. Well, I never thought he was gay. Well, I no, I, I, you know, it was just something I thought about. Yeah. And, and I always thought, never really gave it a ton of thought, but I kind of was like, is he gay? Or maybe he's bisexual. So I decided to look it up. But you know what else that came up when I was looking that up? Mm-hmm. The 10 richest uh, Star Trek actors and what he's they're married worth. To a, married to a black woman? I'm impressed. I did not know that. I'm sorry. Continue. I just didn't. I just it just blows my mind. I did not think that he would be married to a black woman. I really didn't. Hmm. I learned something today. No, he just <laughs> has that. He has that vibe that I just figured he would like. You know, identify more with a white woman than a black woman, unless she's like a black woman who's just like him. You know what I mean? Like some of my friends, uh, when I got married to Stephanie, uh, when I worked at the. Um, Office, Office Max. What I'm saying, you know, I don't want to be offensive, Marcel, but I just never saw you marrying a black woman. I was like, why is that? He said, I don't know. He said, you just give off that white girl vibe. This is a white dude talking now. I've like, never gotten that from you. See, and that's the thing. I didn't think so either because I always and you like, I'm going to marry who I'm going to marry. You know, you I'm going to marry Heather marry. before I before I met her and yeah. married her. But I honestly, the way you talk, the way you I would have. I, I thought that was weird that you were dating outside your race. I just assumed uh, she was probably one of a very few that were were not black that you dated. I just assumed that. Well, I never right really. Thought, yeah, I just just for the way you are. I just plus you talk like someone who doesn't has not never been around a lot of black people. So you know, even since the, you thought you know, well, your mom thought that you were. Um, that uh, Heather's family was gonna, you know, get you out in the woods and hunt, hunt you. <laughs> hunt I remember you. that too. She's like, "Don't go out there, son. They're gonna kill you." Mom, calm down. They're not gonna kill me. It's okay. I'll be. That fine. is the craziest shit ever. Your mom yeah. is stuck in like 1960s Alabama. Oh, of course she is. <laughs> she absolutely was, dude. She was like, "You're not gonna make it, son. It's gonna be. I don't want to lose you." <laughs> I'm like, "Wow, settle down." But yeah, no, and I, I, I always felt like you know I'm gonna marry you know who I marry. I never, I never, I never took race into account. But I look back on it, how you say it. I've dated very few white women. You know, now that I think about it, it's been very few. You know, I, I dated this girl from Palestine for a long time. I thought I was actually gonna marry her, and then she went to Palestine, Palestine, and then came back crazy as hell. Uh, uh, so she was Palestinian. Yeah. You I'm think. sorry, Israel. Whatever. I don't. I don't know what to call that place. No, but she, yeah, Palestine but, is correct. But you said I dated this girl, this Palestine girl. Oh, you sorry, had to Palestinian. say Palestinian girl from, yes. from Palestine. Yes, and uh, you know we we dated for a while. I actually thought I was going to marry the girl, but she took a vacation, came back nuts. Um, and how how did that happen? I have no idea. I don't. I to this day is twenty 
four years ago we dated. So I I can't even remember what happened. I just know she came back and we were done. I was like, okay, well, whatever. I'll just move on. <laughs> yeah, you know, I didn't, I couldn't understand it. Um, and I dated one Asian girl for a half a second when I was in college. At least I I tried desperately to date her, but you know, it she didn't was, it was no, it was hit or miss. <laughs> you know, she she barely spoke English. You know, she kind of liked me. I got the vibe, but it just didn't. The fact she couldn't speak English really kind of like black us. men steal me away. Please, yeah, help. pretty much. I dated a. Uh, <laughs> I dated the six foot four Tongan girl. That was fun. Ugh. Yeah. I don't know. I remember one time. Uh, it's weird. I've the exact opposite. Uh, I've dated mostly outside my race. I've only dated like three black women. And it's not because of a preference thing. It's just that none of them that I was interested in were interested in me. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, <laughs> they wanted no part of me. So um, so I just moved on. <laughs> yeah, that's what you got to do, man. You got to move on. You sound like Gary Owen. As he said that about white girls, he's like, man, I tried to ask him out. They didn't want nothing to do with me. So. I, I I moved on to black women. I'll tell you, <laughs> like I... honestly, I it's weird. I don't. I I I chase very few. I mean, I don't take whoever falls you know, falls into my eyesight or anything. But um, I just you know who I connect with is who I connect with. I I if you were to line up every woman I've dated, not slept with, just dated like a relationship. Right. Yeah. It's all over the place. There's different ages, different sizes. You will not find uh, a, a pattern. Well, you might find a pattern. You know, like they, they got to have ass. At least, at least something. I can't deal with a flat ass. I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> I mean, I dated uh, Claire, a woman who was older than me, and she, but she had like a runner's body, so she had an ass. It was just small. Which is right. fine. At least it wasn't flat. Right. I can, I, so I can live with that. No, I got you. I got you. <laughs> but, yeah, um, I know that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't, uh, for the most part, I just uh, kind of dated who I vibed with. I didn't really have a particularly, a, a particular uh, type. See, that's the thing. It's like, even when my dad did his little bit, when I was in college, it never threw me off, quote unquote, my game. You know, I just. What do you, you mean know, your dad did a little bit? Remember the story about the white girl who burst into the house <laughs> when we were going to go see a movie and then my dad flipped out about me going out with a white girl? No, I didn't know the story. I don't, oh, re I, well, I don't remember the story. Yeah, you must not remember. I was in college and uh, we were going to go see that Steve Martin movie. Uh, I think it's called Our House. Uh, or housebroken or housekeeper, something like that, something with a house. And um, I told her when we were coming up, I was like, look, I'll be out in a minute. I just got to change real quick. Please don't come in the house. Just stay in the car, whatever. Apparently, I took too long, and I went by the hallway, and she had walked into the house and was sitting on the couch. I was like, well, this is going to be a good night for me. And uh, so we left, and it, was, and it wasn't even a date which is what I tried to explain. It was like two people wanted to see a movie. We went and gone and saw it. You know what I mean? It was, it wasn't, it was just like, you know, a friend. And I mean that literally it was not a date. Right. And then my dad had his, uh, 
I don't want you dating them white girls. You know, you'll make your brothers think that it's okay to date them white girls, and I can't have that in my family. Oh, that is and, so stupid. Is yeah, so, oh, he so went. Dumb. He went off. And I'm sitting there like, okay, whatever. My mother caught wind of it, and one of the few times she stood up, I had never, ever heard her talk back to my dad. I mean, they never fought, but she was like, you know, kind of a, a demure personality around my dad. She said, she said, Herman, let me tell you something. My son will marry and date whomever he wants, and you will suck it up, and you will deal with it, okay? Mm-hmm. I want him to be happy. I don't want him to just date somebody because you because you want him to. That's not how this works. And my yeah. dad tried to say something back, and then mom, you know, just, just cut him down. She was like, that's not how this works, man. You don't get to tell him who he gets to marry. It's not your life. I remember uh, when I was a kid, uh, you know, we lived growing up in – Vancouver in the eighties was just shitty and uh the race racially wise, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and I remember my mom uh was like, you know, you don't want anybody I don't want you or your sister dating anybody that's not black or no white people. And it's just so funny. We both went the exact yeah, you know, we both did you know, we both it was like my sister and I had like this understanding. It's like, yeah, we're fuck that. We're not doing that. I mean she married <laughs> marrying a Mexican guy. Yeah, and having kids with her, and I married a white woman, and having kids with her, and but before that, even we both just dated outside our race almost exclusively, and it was like it just goes to show you who, like Chris Rock said, whoever your parents hate, will, whoever they hate will end up in your family. I mean, it just and she eventually changed, you know, she changed her tune when she saw that we just didn't have hate in her heart that way, even right. though we were going through all this shit. In, in in Vancouver, we still didn't think every white person was evil and didn't treat them as such. So she kind of, you know, she kind of learned from her children, you know, and then just dropped that whole facade. Well, it's like Chris Rock said, any any black person over the age of, I think he said 70, you know, right now, um, if they hate white people, you just got to suck it up and deal with it, you know, because... They went through shit we can't even begin to understand. You know, they they grew that, up yes and no. That is still a weak. That is still a weak ass excuse. It is, and I, I won't. I I don't. I don't give white people a pass when they say their parents. Oh, he was a different time. Fuck that. Because the for 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 every person like that of that era, you'll find the exact opposite. So and and if you're if we're supposed to learn and evolve as people as we get older that is not evolution that is de-evolution so i i don't i don't give I, black black or white I, old or old you know old folks i don't give them a fucking pass at all i don't care what you went through because we're, we're not there now we're not there now it's not I, an excuse i understand what you're saying but you also got to look at the other side of the coin where oh i am it, it's really, and I and I get it. Like when I hear my grandmother, who's ninety five, talk about the old days, I I I I can't even wrap my head around living like that, living in, in a way that, where if you looked at a white person in the eye, you might disappear that night. Yeah, I get that. I you get know what that. I mean. Yeah, yeah, but and it's, still... and it's hard to let. It's hard to let go of that when that was your. When when the, when those were your memories during your 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 formative years, and I understand where you're coming from that you should be able to let it go, but I don't blame them if they don't let it go. You know that was some horrible shit that we cannot 
wrap okay. our heads around. You know I, what I mean? You know what? I I I don't let it even if they if they can't let it go, I don't forgive them. My grandmother, she was around during some real shit. I mm. mean, she was one of ten. She was very light skinned. She was lighter than Eloise. And Eloise is pretty light. And she and she was considered the dark one. And her parents could easily have passed. And she was born, you know, the turn of the century where, you know, she remembered she was telling me stories of like her school. Uh, you know, they, they, there was a white school up the street. It was a very nice school, had everything. All her class got all the old books. They had a dirt floor. She remembers real racism. And, mm-hmm. she, and, mm-hmm. she, and she wasn't like that. She wasn't hateful. When, 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 when my pseudo daughter, Brittany, was born, she came to the hospital and she acted as if it was my child. This little blue-eyed, blonde, white baby, and, and all the way until she passed, she treated Elo. Uh, God, I first I said Eloise, and I went to say Felicia. <laughs> uh, she treated Brittany like she was her own, our, my own. So don't tell me they can't evolve. I just don't give them a pass. I have zero tolerance for that shit. Zero. Wow. I don't. I don't care. I don't care. What, 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 how hard it was because I know it was hard, but don't tell me you, you lose the capacity to fucking evolve. I just, I won't, I refuse to believe it. I refuse to accept it. I, I understand where you're coming from. And I, I'm just going to say this is that, you know, hearing some of the stories from my grandparents on both sides, it's, it's just hard to forgive some of the things that they went through. It's hard to forgive some of the things my dad went through well, being then- a, growing up in the South. And I, and I understand that. It, and, I, and I'll say this. It, it's also, it's, it's, it's really easy, I think, for us to look back and agree or criticize because we don't, we never had to go through that. We didn't have to live through the murder of Emmett Till, you know, who supposedly whistled at a white woman and got, got beat to death. We didn't have to live through that. You know, we didn't have to live through the Klan riding by our houses, pulling us out of the house and killing us. You know, we didn't have to live through that. And so it's easy to, to, to agree or disagree. It just is. It's easy because we don't live that life. And I'm not going to I'm not going to take a hard line one way or the other. I mean, I understand where you're coming from, but I, but if they don't forgive, I'm good with that. I am. I'm, I'm good with it because I can't. I can't imagine. I can't even comprehend. Well, living I, like them, I, I can't. I can't wrap my head around it. Now, going, in, going into the back door of a store, them telling me we don't serve niggers here. I, I can't wrap my head around that stuff, man. I just can't. So they think every white person is that way? Absolutely not. But well, the, the, but, the, the, but they but they but but they do look at white people. I think differently than we do. They look at them like, ah, eh, you got to prove to me that you're all right. Well, Cause, it's, it's, cause it's, my experience says for you to stay back. And just like on the white side, it's that kind of thinking that will keep you exactly where you're at. Exactly where you're at. You will never know bliss or at least happiness with anybody because you're stuck in that mind frame. I'm not saying be kumbaya and turn the other cheek and let bygones be bygones, but you have to evolve in your thinking. 
And that is not evolution at all. I know what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. But and and for you know, and I've experienced some real shit. I mean, not not like go in the back of the house, but or I've experienced like I you know I've been friends with this person for all through school. And then we're gonna go have a sleepover. I you know my dad said no because he doesn't like black people. Or I told you on the podcast about the time a grown man wanted to fight me because yeah. I refused to let just let it go that he's you know calling me a nigger while I'm riding my bike home. So I, I, I mean, it's not on the level that our parents have been through, but it's pretty real. And I still don't approach every white person that way. And if I did, you, I couldn't get angry about all the shit that goes on now because I'm not doing my part is trying to be a, a, you know, be better. I just like, well, that shit happened back then. I know we're in it today, but I'm going to pretend like it's back then and just treat every white person I see that way. And it's, it's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Now, what, 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 what they're doing is, like Muhammad Ali said something in an interview that I thought was very interesting. Um, and it's a, little, it's, it's a little bit tangential from what we're talking about, but I think it makes the point of that generation. Um, they were asking him about, you know, can he be friends with white people? And, no, and Ali's personality and thought process changed as things got better as he got older you know because his daughter Layla married a white dude and the kid looks like I can't uh, like Wentworth Miller I mean if he didn't tell you he was black you wouldn't know Mm -hmm. um and Ali said if 10,000 snakes were coming at me and 9,000 of them were poisonous and 1,000 of them weren't should I close the door or should I take a chance on, on, on those 1,000 getting in? And I thought about that, and I was like, that's kind of an impressive, you know, um, uh, metaphor. It's like, well, you gotta, you got to close the door, and then you got to figure out, okay, who can I trust? And this is coming from the guy in the 60s now, not now. Who can I trust? Which one of these guys is the poisonous snake, and which one is the non-poisonous snake? And my grandmother just says that most of them are poisonous snakes. Now, she had white friends. She showed me pictures of her white friends. But she always said most of these white folks are poisonous snakes. You have to be careful around them. You just do. And I'm like, well, I don't have to be like you anymore because I'm not going to disappear into the night. One. Two, I'm a man. And I don't worry about things like that like you did. She's like, well, you don't live in the South either. I'm like, I understand that, Granny, but I just don't see it the same way as you do. I can look a white man in the eye and tell him what the fuck you looking at. You know, mm-hmm. my dad, my dad couldn't down South. That, that would definitely get him killed, you know? And from that aspect, I, 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 I get it. You know, I do, but I just don't take the hard line you do. I don't understand evolution, you know, that you got to evolve your thinking um, and not all white people are bad then, now. Hell, they had white folks who were hung trying to save black slaves, you know, get them to freedom. I well, get that. They got you know? white people were being killed during the civil rights movement. I know. That's what I'm saying. You know, they uh, that one famous one where that white dude and two black guys disappeared in Mississippi. Um, they did that. I think it was in Mississippi burning. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I get it. But the Ali metaphor stands you got to really look at who is the poisonous snake trying to kill you and who isn't, you know, which one am I, which one am I looking at? You know, you come up with a time where, uh, what was his name? Uh, the, the trend, the, the one who cross dressed and everybody thought he was Hoover. 
um, you know, was sending misinformation to to the Black Panthers and the Black Muslims, you know, trying to get them to fight because he thought that was all horrible people, you know, like uh, like they think Black Lives Matter is like the Klan, you know, it was the same shit back then, right? And so you had to really be on your toes when you were around uh, uh, white folks, and you know, here's there's a funny observation I made with Stephanie the other day along the same lines. Back when the fountains, let's just use the fountains, when they were colored and white, which fountain did Asians and Mexicans drink out of? Well, they're not white, so. Well. Yeah. Oh, okay. You really believe that they thought they were white then? When, when, when people, it didn't matter if they were Japanese or not, they were just thrown, if they were Asian, they were thrown in those internment camps. And Mexicans were just considered less than blacks, actually. Yeah, from what I read, more Mexicans were hung than black people. Uh, so what are you talking about? I just thought, I just think it was an interesting, interesting thing. I mean, could you really see a Japanese in the 1940s, you know, who's fighting, you know, that, that could go up and drink out of a white fountain? Would they go, oh, well, you're not black? Because if you think about it, all we think about with those, um, with the segregation is black and white. Well, those are the two powerhouses. Right. Nobody else matters. So it's like, well, what did everybody else do? You know what I mean? It's well, like, back then, from the way it was explained to me, if you were white, you were right. Everything else, we were just at the top of the oppression chain. Yeah. So, so they, if they weren't white and they weren't white, I mean, obviously things have changed slightly. Blacks. Uh, Hispanics kind of align themselves with black folks and Asians kind of align themselves with white folks for, uh, we're speaking in generalities here, but, but um, back then, if you weren't white, you were just other. And so they would be at those colored fountains that would use, they'd go through the back. I mean, come on, it is what it, you know, that's what it was. I mean, hell for the longest time, uh, white only meant, British or 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 um, or, or English or um, or you know European. They never looked at Irish as black or as white. They didn't start. They didn't, they didn't start. They didn't. That didn't change. It didn't make like you know Irish into like okay, you're white because they realized their numbers were smaller and yep. and there was a lot of. Well, even to even it's the most ever in, in, in the, today's modern era, but there was a lot of you know, interracial dating back then. So they made so they made Italians. Italians weren't considered white, and neither were Irish. But once they realized their numbers were smaller and there was more of us than them, then okay, they're like you know, okay, Italians are white now, and and Irish are white now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, you know, in maybe twenty years, maybe maybe Asians will be considered that. But that's what it was. I mean, you know, that's what it is, you know. Well, you know, it's funny. Eddie Guerrero got arrested, uh, you know, arrested peace, Eddie, uh, got arrested for a DUI. And I looked at his uh, mugshot and they put all his stats next to it, you know, 5'9", 240, whatever he was. And then it had race, white. Really? Yeah. That's one of the ways they pump up their... Uh, Latino heat was white. <laughs> I think that co- has... I think that has... Yeah. I think that's what more, they said, and he's not. I think that had more to do with celebrity. No, no, no. That was the only choice they had at one point. You know, well, Mexicans were white. That's one of the ways they pumped up their numbers. You know, with certain Mexicans had to put white on there. 
because there wasn't a Hispanic. You know, that's how their numbers got bigger. You know, they had black folks, you know, white folks, you know, Hispanics. Ah, you might as well be white. Well, I think that's because they weren't even considered. That's how low on the poll totem pole they were. Because well, yeah. because because I don't see it going backwards that way. They're not going to make them white and then say, well, you're Mexican. You're actually less than blacks as far as we're concerned, because that's the way it is. That's the way, you know, well, I'm talking about racist white people, by the way, folks, anyone listening to this. I hate that I have to preface that. Yeah, but, I do, too. I hate <laughs> shit. but but that's what we're talking about. Um, so they're not going to go backwards on that. So I think they just weren't even considered kind of like when I gave you those stats on who voted for Trump versus who voted for Biden. And it went Mm. black, white, Hispanic. And, and then this is an official list. And it said all other races, like, like they don't matter. (laughs) They don't matter. So honestly, (laughs) you know, there was not as many Hispanics in the country back then. I mean, not, you know, and now they're slowly going to be the majority. So, you know, you know, so I think it just wasn't, they weren't even considered. So it's like, well, he's definitely not black. Look at his hair and his yeah. skin tone, but he's definitely not white. We're going to have to do white for now. Because yeah. back then it wasn't even an other box. It was just white, black, um, Asian. Uh, what else was there? I think that's it. Yeah, so I don't because 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 even um what is it biological uh in biology I think it is or anthropology yeah with anthropology there really are only according to the scientists three groups of people Negroid Caucasoid and 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 and, and, and Asiatic people we everybody else falls into one of those categories mm-hmm. according to you know science right then, then again these are the same people who said that iman is a white woman because you know whatever reason you know she's yeah, Caucasian that, and that, yeah. uh, fuck that so yeah, i don't know that, what to believe anymore you know what i mean it's like wait what iman's 20 shades darker than me are you and, kidding me and from africa i know i remember when she was like the the hot new thing and uh, uh models i remember because my mom and my aunt made a big deal out of it and there she was on the cover of ebony she was on the cover of jet she was on the cover of essence when she broke in the early 80s and uh so she, she they, they there was a picture of her at the village where she was from in africa <laughs> So, yeah, she's not she's not white. <laughs> oh, I I know. I just like I know. It's, it's like, I, really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, my dad always said that it was um it was because uh, the Horn of Africa is where a lot of the uh, civilization came from. Well, yeah, it is. You know, so so those white folks couldn't give it to us. You know, they're that racist that they can't say that we got our civilization from these niggers. You know, so they just said, well, those are white people. Really, well, dude, it goes deeper than that. Look at the world. Look at the atlas. Uh, Africa is in, yeah. in is way bigger than uh, than Iceland or any but of the European. But it's smaller on the map. But, but on the map, it's but. almost Iceland is almost relative to Africa. I know. I mean, it, it goes way deeper than that. I mean, they I don't want it. Yeah, you're I mean, right. Oh my God, you're right. Yeah. It's, oh, and it's also obvious that. Uh, the world was one piece of land that split up because you can literally, I mean, not exactly, but you can put all the pieces together to see where everything broke off. And 
Africa is the center, is where everything started. But they, mm-hmm. they, they, they never want to admit that. They never want to admit that. No. And, 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 and it, oh, you're right. It yeah. goes way deeper. Even if you want to go biblically, I mean, let's take, let's take Jesus out. Let's just go with people that we can prove existed, like Moses. Yeah. Moses' wife was Ethiopian. Ethiopian. Mm-hmm. Yet every, and this is not like the Jesus thing where we don't know. We can, you could follow this fucking, you can follow this. She is Ethiopian. There was no such thing as a white Ethiopian back then. Yet no. at every iteration you see of Moses and his wife, she's white as snow. I know. It just so, bothers the hell out of me, dude, when they do shit like that. Yeah. Man. It's like, it's like, you know, you're perpetrating, you're, you know, you're perpetrating a lie, but I, I, I guess you just want to continue to minimize black people, you know, throughout for forever. But the thing about about progress and 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 previous generations dying off is that that stuff slowly gets wiped away, as you can see now. That's slowly starting to get wiped away. You know, that foggy window into the past is finally starting to get cleared up by with each passing generation. You know, some of these white folks are sitting there going, you know, we really aren't the center of the world. We didn't accomplish everything. You know, well, I, my, my parents thought that we accomplished everything. There's not an invention. There's not anything that we didn't do. It's like, no, there's a lot of things y'all didn't do. And there's some things that you just take credit for doing that you actually didn't do. You know, like if you ask somebody where glasses came from, they'd probably tell you England. No, it was came in, came from China. Mm -hmm. They just don't know who invented glasses. Like my, one of my teachers in high school uh, tried to tell me that the number zero, which is the most important number of, of, of them all, was an Irish invention. No, it's an Arabic. It's an, it was an Arabic invention. Yeah, and he he was so pissed too, because my dad brought out the books and he he hit him with the logic and the papers and I took it to him and I said, "Yeah, read that, man." And he read it. He's like, "Oh," and he looked at me like, "Yeah, you gonna have a hard time in this class, buddy." <laughs> I was like, ah, "Hey, I'm just trying to keep you from doing saying something stupid." You know, you white folks didn't do everything. You just didn't. And they act like the you know the Egyptian pharaohs. Those are all white people. I'm like, so you're telling me that 5,000 years ago, you guys were building complex pyramids in Africa, but in Europe, you were still living in, in caves and wearing animal skins. What the hell does that sense does that make? Yeah. How can you how can you say that with a straight face? You know what what did the magical uh, fruit in Africa make you smarter once you got over there? I mean, what what are you talking about? You know, and it's just, it just drives me insane when they do shit like that, man. You just want to go, why? I thought we were all humans, but no, 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 we're not. We're not. You know, it's going to take generations, man, for us to finally figure this shit out and move away from it. You know, because it's like, um, what's his name? Uh, That comedian who got, who got canceled. Uh, what's his name? Which one? <laughs> yeah, but the first, the first big one that got canceled for jerking off in front of the women. Oh, Louis C.K. Yeah, Louis C.K. Yeah, major how quick that was. <laughs> oh, Louis C.K. <laughs> uh, he was on uh, Letterman, or sorry, Jay Leno, and he said, "Look, guys, you realize that slavery ended 140 years ago. That's two 70 year old women being born and dying back to back." Yeah, it wasn't that long ago. You have to, and I, and I thought about it, and I was in my head. I was adding on to that, saying we've come a really long way, really quickly. 
Yeah, our grandparents' parents were at the tail end of slavery. Yeah. Think about, think about that. Our yeah. grandparents' parents mm-hmm. were slaves. Yeah. My grandmother, 95 years old, her mother or her grandmother could have possibly have been a slave. More likely her grandmother. And if she had known her, my grandmother could be the, is the one of the last generations of humans that knew a slave. Think about that, man. Or that black dude who just died recently, 115, 16 years old. Yeah. I know he knew some slaves. You know, oh, yeah. he knew his great grandparents, you know, being that old. You know, he's like, yeah, they, my grandpops was a slave, man. I knew him. Like, wow, we're that close to slavery, you know? And then the Civil Rights Act, what was it, 53 years ago, 55 years ago that it was signed? Mm-hmm. Are you fucking kidding me? We're lucky to be this fucking far. You know, we're lucky to be this far ahead as we are. You yeah. know? And I, I, I've, I've said that multiple times, you know, when I used to live in the world, you know, to people. You know, it's like, we're, we're, we're fortunate that we've gotten this far this fast. You know, I mean, black folks were disappearing into the woods in Mississippi back in the 60s, in yeah. the 50s, you know? And that yep. didn't happen anymore. Now, again, as I like to always say, some of them Negroes in Mississippi don't know they're free, but, you know, that's just that's just odd stuff to me. <laughs> yeah. hey, those, are, those are some odd brothers in deep in the woods of Mississippi, boy. <laughs> You're free, man. No, sir, I ain't free. <laughs> Master Johnson tells me I'm free. I got to stop. <laughs> yeah, you do. Please I got to stop. stop. <laughs> I got to stop. <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> Stop, 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 stop. That's not cool. All right, let's switch gears. I didn't even think we were going to talk about we could get a little deep in race, but (laughs) I was going to have a light conversation, but shit, it had to happen. Yeah. Uh, Well, I told you what I was watching. Is there anything you've been watching? Uh, Not really. I, uh, God, I haven't haven't turned on something original in a while. I'm thinking about, um, because I never saw uh, Breaking Bad. I know it was one of the series that I wanted to watch that I never did. Really? Yeah, never watched it. I think I'm going to watch it. Please do yourself a favor. It yeah, is that's what everybody says. Everybody says that. Yeah. It is so good. Yeah. And it really, it really, it, that show, I mean, it, I mean, Michael Cranston had a career before that show, but that show cemented him as an actor. For the longest time, I only thought of him as, you know, uh, Malcolm's dad is Malcolm's yeah. goofy dad from Malcolm in the Middle, and he's good at that. It's funny. Yeah, uh, that show comes on. Uh, you know, I'll watch an episode. Yeah, but um, you watch that show, you and and I'm not ruining anything. You go through such a range of emotions on that show, from like pulling for him, being scared for him, then get like when he. he you know when yeah because you're not you you kind of know what's going on but yeah I know what happens when he becomes a kingpin you're like yeah fuck everybody dude and then he cor- he crosses a point to where you're like someone needs to kill this guy he has to be stopped he's out of control and uh, and then and then he, same thing with his wife I fucking hate his wife hate her mm-hmm. that's what I've heard too is fucking not a good character cunt. Yeah. No, she was a good character. She did what she was supposed to do. No, no, no. But that's what I mean. In, in the in the context of the show. Oh yeah. Her character was not a good character. You, so know? you go like... from being sympathetic towards her situation 
to like just straight out hate at least I did straight out hating her just fuck you you know you should save a bullet for yourself I mean but it is such a good fucking show it is so good you know it's funny the way you described it that this guy's gotta die that sounds exactly word for word what Denzel said about his character in training day oh really (laughs) word for word he said he said he only took the would take the part if this guy dies at the end he said, this guy can't can't live. He's just, no, you have to kill him. Yeah, he because just, you know they were gonna they were gonna they were gonna do two or three training days. You, oh you really? Know? Yeah. And Denzel's like, nah, now, nah, now, nah. this guy, this guy's gotta go. This guy's gotta go. I mean, yeah, he look was, at what he does. He has to go. Yeah. And then, but but that was before Denzel did sequels, you know, because he, he never did a sequel up until uh, the equalizer. So this was long. He like he always said, I, I don't do sequels. Some yeah. some say he shouldn't have done the second one. I did not. I love the first Equalizer. Yes. Not a fan of the second one. Too much talking. I was fucking yeah. bored. Yeah, it was too much talking. It was just it was boring. And uh, of a big fight scene in a deserted town during a tsunami. Or no, during a... Uh, it was like a windstorm or no, something No, it, like it wasn't a tsunami. It was a... Uh, yeah, it was a yeah, it was a tsunami. Yeah, they, yeah, that's what I mean—a tsunami, windstorm kind yeah, of yeah, combined yeah. thing. Yeah, they they cleared out the whole town. Yeah, yeah, it was just weak sauce. It was weak sauce. What bothered me most about that fight scene is that dude sniping. Fuck you! How are you sniping that crisp that crisply with winds blowing in all directions? Yeah, I'm and sorry, vi- dude. Vi- Fuck your, that dude. Your I'm visual sorry. is way off. Yeah, screw that dude. But I, yeah. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Was the only thing I remember is the flower. I did not know flower was fucking flammable. I had no idea. Me neither. I had no clue. I had to look it up when I got home. I was like, no, they're lying. No, it is. You cut that shit open and let it fly around. You light a match. Everything's going up. Yeah. Did not know that. I was like, wow. I really learned something. That's all I remember from Equalizer 2. They wanted. I think they're doing another one too, but they need to. They need to have more, not necessarily fight scenes, but more action in it. Well, you know. Okay. Well, here's what the second one missed, in my opinion. Like the Mm. first one, when he starts fucking people up, you really want him to fuck people up, yeah, because they have it coming. They and in in, you know in the beginning of two when he fucks up those uh, those hedge fund guys. That that, oh, that that was beautiful. That was awesome. Yeah. But th- from that point forward, it just took a nosedive. <laughs> it did. Yeah, no, you're right. It did. It took a big, huge nosedive. And you're like, what happened? Yeah. And, and it's like it just it just got too talky. You know, it's, it's just there was just too many words. And I, I understand why they had words, because this was supposed to be the explanation of the character type. You know, middle. This is a middle of the book type thing, right? And usually, the middle of the book sucks. You know, because you're kind of like, all right, hurry up and get to the end. You know, so we can get some more action. And that's what this was. But they could have done it better. They could have given him more situations to show off his fighting skills. Well, it's an action movie. You know? And I remember, I think, because I think we saw it together. Yeah, we did. And I remember saying when we were leaving the theater that I don't like. I shouldn't be looking at my watch at an action movie. No. Like, when are they going to wrap this up? I shouldn't be doing that. I shouldn't care. No. You and, should just be but like, yet, oh, it's over? But yet, yeah. I'm thinking about what I got to do when I leave the theater. Mm-hmm. So that, that's, that's a bad sign. 
Yeah, that's really a bad sign, dude. So that's, that's uh, a terrible sign. I wanted to ask you, um, did you watch the Justice League uh, Snyder Cut trailer? Uh, Stephanie told me right before I got online. I didn't get a chance to, but I'll look at it real quick or look it up. Oh, uh, uh, well, I'll just. I, I heard that they didn't add, but maybe a couple minutes to it. You know, like that's five, not that's not true. That's not true at all. What did I read then that said that? I don't know. the the whole The whole thing of the Snyder Cut is kind of hilarious, considering the Snyder Cut really meant uh, his version of the film that never got filmed. So there is no there is no cut. You realize this so-called uh, cut has already cost uh, HBO, I think, eighty million to and and then not reshoots. They, they're calling it reshoots, but mm-hmm. they're but they're just shoots because this this the, what we're gonna see has never been shot. They so is it is it animated kind of sorta like yeah. steals? No, they they had literally of the of the whole Snyder cut they had. 10%, 10% shot. Okay. Actually okay. shot. So they brought back all the other actors. I mean, the trailer really is just clips of uh of stuff of the 10%. Oh. The, okay. uh, uh, yeah. The vast majority of this new version is new footage. Because okay. because they've never actually shot it. It was all it was all um Stuff that he had scripted out, outlined, never got around to shooting. Hmm. So they're, but they're trying to sell it like it's the cut. Now, if it was an actual Snyder cut, uh, they could just re-edit it, and we'd be watching it now. But his version is close to four hours long, so uh, HBO Max is going to release release it uh, segmented as a mini series in four four hour long episodes oh okay so that's that's what we're going to be seeing okay well that sounds cool oh here's something i just i'm looking at because i was looking for the snyder cut they're not going to cgi uh chad chadwick boseman there are no plans to digitally recreate boseman for black panther 2 now i'm really confused I so is he just gonna he's just gonna die in a mission somewhere and then that's it he may Wow, that's kind of an interesting way to. They they're, they're not gonna they're not gonna replace him. We we know they've even said they're not replacing him. Right. So they're gonna they're going to kill him off screen, and they're gonna you know have a new Black Panther. I think they're gonna go this. I thought they may have gone the Siri route because I hope they, they go that way. In the comics, she she replaces him when right. he and. And so it just seems the next logical step. Or even, yeah. I'd even go with uh, M'Baku taking it, you know, because now that he acts right, you know, he was kind of like kind of a dick, but he's, you know, he's fought in Infinity War and, you know, in game. So he, he, you know, he's not the same guy. So if they want to hand it to, you know, him, I, I would totally, I would totally be down with that. Yeah, I wouldn't mind because Mbaku is not the 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 douche he was in the comics anymore. Right, you know? right. And I and I think you're right. I think that would be interesting, but I want him to go Surrey, you know, because it, we're we're in that we're in that moment in time where Me Too, women power, and all that shit. You know, a, a woman vice president, 
all that stuff. So they're probably going to go Suri. And I don't mind that because that was actually, you know, part of the lore. Yeah. She does take over. Exactly. So I think I'd be cool with that. You know, I just don't know how they're going to trans, how they're going to make the transition from T'Challa to her without T'Challa being there to go with the, because I remember in the comics, T'Challa passed it to her so he could join the Avengers. Right. And and so she was the queen of Wakanda, and he was kind of you know an Avenger, but he still kept his eye on Wakanda. So I'm just really curious how they're gonna how they're gonna do that. I know it'll be done cla- with a lot of class. I know. Yeah, that. I don't think it's gonna be a rush. No, and... no, 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 no. It'll be it'll be it'll be well done. Um, I just really want to know how they're gonna do it. Yeah, it's and what uh, they don't even put a date on when the movie is gonna come out. Obviously. It looks like 2022 from what I'm looking at. That's May 6, 2022. That's most. Oh, <laughs> are you taking this uh, new Trump approved uh, COVID COVID uh, vaccine? Uh, vaccine? Hell no! <laughs> Fuck that, dude. Uh, yeah, it comes out two days after his election. After the election, did yeah. oh, screw that. Yeah. I'll, I'll let I'll let these I'll let the rich people take that and see if they die off. No <laughs> one's I'm, taking it. No one wants I'm, to take it. <laughs> yeah, no one wants to be the test dummy to see how bad it is or if it works. I don't well, want to. Part do it. of it is because Trump is bigging it up so much, so he must have some kind of financial gain. He must have some kind. So no one wants to try it. Um, that it, it said ninety percent uh, or ninety or ninety five percent resistance to COVID, and I was like, "Well, call me when it's a hundred. But here's something I didn't know: mm-hmm. none of them are ever a hundred percent. Hell, uh, the best, some of the best uh, flu vaccines t- linger around seventy to seventy five percent. I didn't know that. That makes sense, you know. Um, so and it, here's so so here ninety five percent or ninety percent feels a little suspect. Yeah, it does. And I, I, I'm almost positive he's lying. But, yeah, yeah. Um, what did what did Chris Rock say? The money's in the treatment, not in the cure. So I can understand it being 75, 80 percent. Right. I'm sure they make it 100 percent, but why, why do that? Right. You know. And then people won't catch the catch the flu anymore. Damn it! Now what? Now we lost some money. Yeah, what did he say? He said there were people still pissed about all that money they lost on polio. <laughs> and yeah. The dude who invented the vaccine didn't trademark it, and they said he lost billions. No, he didn't. Was the polio or something else? No, no, no you're, you're, you're right. You're right. Yeah, he didn't lose millions. He purposely didn't didn't trademark it because he wanted it to be free. But that's what I mean. He he he, he lost billions because he didn't. Keep oh yeah, yeah. He he didn't. Yeah, he. But he. Yeah, he. He's like, I shouldn't profit from this. I should be able to live, but. This is this is for this is to eradicate a disease. This is not to get rich. I mean, that was back when people were noble. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) they did shit because it was the greater good. Now it's all about how much can I make or what 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 can you do for me? Yeah, it's kind of like watching insulin go from fifty dollars a shot a shot to eight hundred dollars a shot, and it's like. Dude, you're just you guys are just killing people. You realize that, don't you? Yeah. "Ah, But we're making our money though. You know, it's the only thing. It's like Ronald Reagan said one thing that 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 I that that rings true with me. He said, "If we're ever gonna fix humanity, we need a big time fucking invasion 
from a species that wants to kill us all or enslave all of us. Yeah, he not said just the white folks, not the black folks, not the Asians, everybody. Yeah, he said, uh, yeah, he said uh, it needs to be like an alien invasion, yeah. something we can all get behind. That's the only way we're going to eradicate racism and all the isms. Uh, and I think Patton Oswalt said that, too. He said, you know, we need a real no bullshit zombie apocalypse. We do. So it would just be the living versus the bloodthirsty dead. Yeah. And then racism, you know, there is no racism. You're, I don't care if you're black. You're alive. So mm-hmm. help me kill these zombies. <laughs> yeah. He's right. We That's the only way I think we're going to ever get out of this tribalism that we're in. And Trump made tribalism even worse. Oh, 100%. I mean, we are, we are, we are more divided now over nothing. Yeah. Than we've ever been. I mean, think about what we're divided on. I can't even give you specifics on what we're divided on between MAGA and, and, and everybody else. I I, I can't give you specifics because I don't really know why MAGA is so pissed off at me. Why are you so mad at me? What did I do to you? except want gay people to get married and, and be left alone and transsexuals to be left alone and, and equal yeah. protection under the law. And, what, and does some, that and really make me a libtard? Really? And, that, that makes me a bad guy? And some health insurance that doesn't bankrupt you. Yeah, the universal health care, which 95% of the free world has already. Yeah. I mean, come on. That makes me a libtard? That makes me a bad guy? What, what, what's wrong with you people? Like as one lady said, you know, if we get universal health care, I think I'm going to move. And Jordan Klepper said, where are you going to go? Uh, probably Costa Rica. Oh, you, you realize they have universal health care there too, right? He's like, well, oh, I don't know. I just want to go somewhere where there'd be less black people. And he's like, ah, they'll, they'll really yeah. love you in Argentina. <laughs> well, that, that's the, and there lies the real reason. Well, of course, man. That's why, that's why he said Argentina is they're the ones that took all the Nazis. If you remember correctly. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. where they all went. They all went to Argentina. Every last one of them. Yeah. <laughs> so, a, lot, a big chunk of Heather's family's in Argentina. Well, yeah, but I mean, I'm not going to say that they were Nazis. But well, 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 no, no, but uh, I'm just saying, um, you know, her ancestry is German deep on both sides of her family. So she so, does. She probably does have some Nazis in there. Too. I'm sure there's one or two. There has to be. There has <laughs> to be. Well, because if you think about it, the whole country was involved in this you couldn't take sides i mean you couldn't how could you function in nazi germany if you weren't a nazi right i mean you had to be one even if it's just on the peripheral of being a nazi like a gang associate like if you're in compton and you're on one of the streets that has you know all the bloods on it well you're a de facto blood just because you grow up there you know you you are a gang associate now are you in the gang Eh, more than likely not you know, yeah. I, I, know, I know this much. When my when my my buddy David Calabafoni got killed, uh, my mother took me to the funeral because I was like, I think I was 16 and she didn't want me to go by myself, which, you know, was kind of embarrassing, but whatever. Um, and they went to his wake and there were police cars there taking our pictures. My picture was on the wall of somebody's <laughs> some police precinct as a gang associate after I went to his funeral. Man. And it's like I knew Dave when he was just a big old Tongan dude in the seventh grade. Not not Big Red, the gangster. You know, this was my friend. I didn't go because I'm gang related. This is my friend, but being associated. Yeah. You know, just being there with him means that 
I'm an associate. So if you're German back in the 40s or the 20s, guess what? <laughs> you're a bad guy. I mean, I, you're part of it. I, I don't know what to tell you. You know, it's like Arnold tried to say his dad wasn't a Nazi. Dude, your dad was grew up in the middle of that shit, dude. Oh, Come yeah. On, Arnold. Come on, man. Come on. It's, it's, <laughs> it's okay. It's, it's okay, man. We're not going to judge you, you know, because you seem like you're not a Nazi. You know, I don't know you personally, but I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. You know, 40-something years here in America, you haven't given me any reason to think that you're a racist bastard. He married a Kennedy. How racist could he be? And he screwed his, his Mexican maid. How, how, how hey, he did, didn't he? How, yeah. He had a kid with her. A kid that looks yeah. more like him than his other kids. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't think yeah. he's racist. No, I plus, don't either. Plus, but, he was yeah. never, he's been very public. He was never a Trump fan. He always denounced uh, what Trump was doing. Him and Trump never got along in the real world, even before Trump ran. Oh, he really? never liked, yeah, he, he never liked him. You know, he always thought he was a con man. If I remember my, my, my research correctly, when they, when Arnold said that I look back on their history and he never liked Trump, you know, mm. there are a lot of people who, who never liked him, ever liked him. Cause he's always a con man, always a cheat. They knew he was a narcissist. They knew he shouldn't be running this country. You know, they all knew it, but Hillary Clinton and people saying it's a lesser of two evils. Bullshit. I bet you don't say that now. <laughs> bet y'all don't say that now. I just can't wait till 2024, man. I, I really. Oh, he's going to try and run again. I really wonder if he's going to run again. And if Biden doesn't do a great job, I really wonder if he's, if he, if he's going to get reelected. You know? Now, I don't. Uh, I really okay. wonder, dude. I really wonder. He got 70 million votes. I don't. Uh, I'm not being mean, but I don't think Biden's going to live through his presidency. He's he's so old. <laughs> Seven, he's seventy eight. You know, he's yeah. the oldest first time president ever. Yeah, I, I hope he lives through it. But I'm sitting there thinking, who's going to run in that second term? And I, the only person I can think of that could beat Trump is is Governor Cuomo from uh, New York. I think he's the guy that's next in line to be president because Kamala can't win. I'm sorry, I, I don't mean to be that guy. And burst all the people's bubbles who think this, you know, it's great to have a black slash Asian woman there. She can't win. Let's just be real. She can't win. Uh, and I think Cuomo's the only one that can win um, if Trump decides to run again. Now, if Trump doesn't run again, Kamala might be able to pull off, pull it off. I mean, who's she gonna run against? Ted Cruz? Ted Cruz ain't winning nothing. Marco Rubio, he ain't winning shit. I mean, I mean who, outside of Trump, who is there to run against her? You know, nobody. But if Trump runs, she can't win, dude. These, these, these MAGA people, man. That man is the best snake oil salesman there's ever been, dude. He is he's awesome. He's awesome. He's he is a he is a horrible businessman. I mean, I mean, his business, everyone's like talks about he's such a good businessman. No, he's not. His business is bankrupt. Bankrupt is is basically what he does is bankrupt smaller businesses. Mm-hmm. And then he doesn't he didn't like to pay people. He gets been sued so many times for payment. Yeah. Non-payment. Yep. That's just what he did. He he wouldn't pay him. But he's number one. I mean, hands down. Hell, I think he even texted you one of his uh campaign commercials because it was just fucking funny. But uh he is hands down really good at self-branding. 
Yes, he is. Yes, I mean, he is. He is uh, I mean, he is an expert at it. I mean, mm-hmm. he's be- people believe that he's this a great businessman when really he had like a five million dollar head start and then hundred million dollar head yeah five hundred million dollar head start and then he just you know he had every business he's ever had has failed every yep. single one even his golf courses are losing money now golf I mean, courses and this big the big one in New York because he was calling him the king of New York back in the eighties and nineties I remember because he had all those uh construction companies mm-hmm. that but he wouldn't you know you, you it's construction so you have a lot of third party second party type you know deals because you know not one construction company does everything right and, but he but that's where you got sued the most for non payment he'd get these smaller guys to do all these jobs and then pay them half or partially he just burn bridges that's what he's good at. And then yeah. the, the country was just another, another comp, another business for him to drive into the ground. Yeah. And I here mean, we are. Yeah. He's, he really is. He's driving us into the, he's, he's already driven us into the ground. Yeah. He won't concede. He's not letting Biden's transition team get in there to do what they need to do. I mean, Biden's already starting off on the back foot, yeah. you know, and, and Trump is going to use that in four years. Look, at, he didn't even start off well. And people will be like, dude, but that was your fault. But MAGA people are going to forget all this shit that he did to slow up Biden. They're going to forget it all. And they're going to just go, well, we need Trump again. We need to be strong again. He's going to tweet up a storm. He's going to probably buy a stake in that new company, uh, TV company, OAN, which is basically, you know, Fox Light. He loves them. He hates Fox News now. Right. Uh, and this is this is his new state TV. So he'll be on there constantly ragging on Biden. I would have done this. I would have done that just to keep the MAGA people, his base happy. And in four years, man, I think he's going to be right back in the White House. But what nah, I, think, what I don't I, think so. I hope not, dude. I, I hope you're right. But I can't. I can't get past the fact that he got 70 million votes, man. I cannot let that go. 70 million people in this fucking country voted for him. Yeah. All right, let's get off this. I don't want to talk about him anymore. <laughs> uh, seriously, I'm just going to get mad. Um, one more thing before we... Uh, you ready for another shutdown after tomorrow? Well, actually, today, because this is going to air Wednesday, so today is... Uh, uh, we have another two weeks shut down. I mean, you've been living like we've not been shut down, like you've never, like, yeah. like, like it hadn't ended. But we're right. going back into a two week shutdown. They oh, we are. Yeah, Wednesday. The, go- the governor put us back. It's put us back in. Yeah, we. It starts. It starts today. Well, Wednesday starts today. Holy shit! I didn't. I didn't know that. I haven't been keeping up on it oh, for wow. two weeks. Uh, but it's probably going to be more like a month. But yeah. We're we're going into another shutdown. So I took care of some stuff that I wanted to do in case it ends up being longer. Plus, we're going into winter soon, which means a lot less going outside. Um, I dipped my toe back into the gaming world, and I bought myself a, a Xbox One X. It's just the one behind the new one. That's the Series X that came out ah, came out a week ago. Mm-hmm. I don't need the very brand new one because it's already sold out there won't, this. <laughs> there won't be any new ones until the new year uh and i don't need that one i really just wanted the 4k blu-ray player and to start playing some newer older games 
some yeah. newer games. Uh, so Eloise and I played. <laughs> I got a bunch of games. My buddy Tim gave me a bunch of his games because he's just basically a PC gamer now. Mm. And um, so I got a lot of his old Xbox games. Um, well, I say old, but they're like a year old. Um, and I, I started, uh, I'm starting to slowly game again. Um, it, uh, something, you know, now the last time I was really into playing video games was during Xbox one or Xbox original and PS two. That was around the last time I dipped out. That was a long time. Ago. Yeah. I had no idea. It's so annoying. Uh, with these console games, you got to like, basically the, the, the game you get, you put it in and it downloads the game into the console and updates and it constantly pushes you to like do live gaming. I could give a fuck about live gaming. I don't want to do it. I just want to play the games I buy. That's it. I don't want to play with a bunch of people online. I don't care to, but it keeps kind of forcing you to, to do all this and to put this code in and download this. And it's a bunch of bullshit, but I got that all out of the way and I started playing games again, but we started playing, <laughs> we started playing Mortal Kombat 11 and it is so violent. Eloise was oh, like, yeah. she was like so put off. I mean, I, I played her once on those uh, cabinets at a, a Mortal Kombat 2 cabinet and, and Costco. And, it, you know, this is uh, a while ago. It was before COVID, actually. And I was like, oh, my God, this is an old game. Uh, I used to play all the time. And she played. We played each other. And, you know, I remembered an old finishing move. And it was just like cut. It was like uh, I was raiding and I like cut her in half or something. And she was just like, but this last one, uh, the f- the f- we got to the finishing move. And uh, as she was playing, um, I was playing Jax, and she was playing, um, oh, whoa, I forget the girl's name, well, some woman. And I punched her, my move, I punched her uh, in, the, in the face, knocked out all her bottom row of teeth. Then, the, then Jax proceeded to grab uh, uh, like a gun or something and threw it down her throat and shot out her back, her spine. It was so violent. I was like, oh my God, I didn't know it was like this bad. And it's so, the, 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 uh, the graphics are so good. It, you know, it didn't look real, but it looked fucking, it looked pretty, pretty gruesome. Anyway, after the move, she was like, do I have to play this anymore? (laughs) I was like, no, you don't. But, uh, (laughs) But uh, it's kind of been it's been cool. I've been uh, like playing games again. It's been weird uh, having to relearn all this shit. Yeah, the hardest part is figuring out the controls and not look at them. Yeah, I there's a little bit of muscle memory. Some of the moves haven't changed much, right? But there is so much more you can do that I mm-hmm. you couldn't do. And I tried to put in this uh, another just zombie game. And uh, like uh, a long time ago, when I played Casey on his old, uh, uh, on well, it wasn't his old, it was on his PS4 or something, I had I couldn't even get out of the goddamn truck because there's all these different buttons. So I had to go and watch a tutorial on it and what button does what, just to just to walk. I couldn't figure it yep. out. <laughs> and like zombies were chasing me, I didn't know how to get my gun. I couldn't pull it out. It's like what buttons do you press? Meanwhile, yep. I'm getting chewed apart, so I had to. It was a little bit of a learning curve, but I'm getting there. Yeah, it's like uh, like when I got um, when I started playing Gears of War. What was it? Seven years ago, 
I had no idea what I was doing. I kept looking at I was like, when I last time I touched a controller, it had a D-pad and two buttons. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I had a thrust and a fire. That's it. And I looked at the new one. I was like, this thing takes two hands to hold and it's got like a hundred buttons. How am I gonna learn how to do this? This is ridiculous. It took me, <laughs> it took me forever to be able to do it and not look at the controller to figure out what button I need. Even today, after all this time playing there, sometimes where I'm like, wait, is it this? Yeah, okay, there it is. You know, I have to take a quick, quick glance down. Yeah. You know, and I know it's an age thing, you know, because <laughs> when I was a kid, I never had to do that. I knew exactly what to do, when to do it. I could just pick it up and do it. Right. You know, uh, but then again, like I said, it was two buttons and a D pad. <laughs> or, 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 or if you were at the arcade, it was a ball that you rolled. And hit a, and hit one button, <laughs> like missile command. That's it. One button. Well, you know, one thing. And it's just all changed, but it's so much fun to to do. Yeah. And I could have I could have told you Mortal Kombat, you know, was really violent. I could have told you that. Well, I knew it was violent from the you know original, but it is the violence is so much crisper and yeah. and more detailed. It does mm-hmm. more shit. It does way more shit. Before you had a finishing move, you had like your character would have like two or three on deck. This one, you could, it's like there's a finishing move that's just part of your, that, that I remember as a finishing move from back in the day. But now that's just part of what your character can do. Not even, it's not even a finishing move anymore. It's just a move. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm looking at some of them now and it's like, yeah, dude, there's like, uh, all the a character Molina. Oh God, I'm sorry. I didn't realize I was going to play in the headset. Uh, there's a character Molina and her finishing moves and all this other stuff. It's like this stuff is this stuff is bold, man. Yeah, I mean, it's just they eat each other. Vampire. Oh, it's fantastic. I love it. Oh, I'm not complaining. I just wasn't expecting my nine year old oh, who's a total. Uh-oh. No, I'm right here. Hello. Yeah, cut off. Hello. 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 Hello, Marcel? Marcel, can you hear me? God damn it. You cut off? Or am I an idiot? You're an idiot. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened. You're you're playing a game and your headphone Bluetooth tried to jump on that. I turned the game off after I heard the first sound. I actually closed the window. Uh, and then I don't know what happened after that. And I'm like, okay, I'm back now. Oh well, whatever. All right. Well, we're, we're the show's <laughs> we're about done anyway, folks. So um, yeah, I just wanted to talk about the gaming, and uh, we really didn't touch on a lot of stuff I wanted to talk about. But oh, oh, one thing, uh, one thing I wanted to say uh, for a future show, folks. Uh, we got a force review. In fact, we got three force reviews. But we're only going to do one at a time and not necessarily in order. Uh, or no, in order, but not one after another. Uh, we will have a force review in the near future sometime. Marcel and I are going to go through Godfather, oh, Godfather 2, and Godfather 3. Now, Godfather 3, we're just going to just, we're going to spend an episode just, just just beating the shit out of that movie because fuck that movie. But <laughs> but we're gonna watch Godfather and Godfather 2. It's happening, folks. I hate you so much. Uh, yeah, you say that, but you watch it, you're gonna be like, 
you're going to be a convert just like you were with Inglorious Bastards. And be like, oh, that was a good movie. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah it's Quentin Tarantino. It, it was it was bound to be. Ah, eh, shut up. I'm not here. Okay. I'm not. I don't want to hear it. All right, folks. Mm. We will see you next week. All right. Peace. <laughs> oh, fuck you, Ryan Reynolds. Oh yeah, fuck you, Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> uh. <laughs> see ya.